This is the John Oakley Show podcast. I didn't know where it was going to end up. Uh, I certainly knew that would have been an option, and clearly that's an option that Sportsnet has exercised. Um, It was uh, ultimately their call. That's Chuck Thompson, head of public affairs for English language services at the CBC, who used to have the rights to Hockey Night in Canada. Though he, of course, reverted to Sportsnet, and uh, they dismissed Don Cherry earlier today for comments he made on Coach's Corner on Saturday night, and uh, Thompson obviously uh, had some input into that, uh, reiterating the stance that they communicated with Sportsnet effectively, that this was untenable, he had to go, and that set off quite a firestorm, uh, both pro and con as to the firing. So we'll drill down on that as uh, one of our first and foremost topics worthy of discussion today for Pizzaville, dial pound 3636. Joining us in studio, as per Mondays usually, Mike Van Solen, Principal at Navigator. Good afternoon. It's a snowy two-day for snow. Radio talk. Whoa, it's a snowy day for uh, talk radio, Johnny. Wow, you should have scripted that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, Kim Wright, principal at Wright Strategies. Snowy Hello, hi. Oh, apparently, the snow's got to Mike a little tongue tied, but it, it is a great day for talk radio. All right, you can just say, I was Hi, try- good to be here. Not everything to- requires was, a commentary. I was trying to help Mike out. <laughs> yeah, well, you, that's the last time I do that. You got yourself <laughs> in the same jackpot, both you guys. Uh, it might be the weather anyway. Listen, Kelly Harris rounding out the panel, principal of Harris Public Affairs in Toronto. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Thank you. See, I'm uh, a professional. <laughs> wow. Good Mr. Harris. All right. Uh, yeah, because we're holding uh, open auditions for folks who can be eloquent and uh, rather, yeah, for uh, Coach's Corner on Saturday night. All right. Uh, do you understand uh, what's taken place here? Did political correctness cause Don Cherry his job, Mike Van Solen? It was more than that, and it's uh, certainly, it would be too... Uh, it would be wrong just to call it political correctness. He did what he said was was shameful and wrong. Um, so there's a whole bunch of factors. But the the reality is the uh, Hockey Night in Canada, the people who produced the show, Rogers now, have been looking to move on from Mr. Cherry for some time. But he is such an institution uh, that uh, that was very difficult to do. They tried to do that this summer, uh, but there was a bit of a campaign uh, that was put on to, to bring him back. He is 85, and, uh, you know, he's probably... Uh, uh, he hasn't been at the top of his game for some time. I think it's a real shame the way it's played out. Uh, I think you can be sorry for uh, Mr. Cherry's broadcasting career likely ending in this fashion, while also recognizing that the marks were entirely inappropriate. Um, so we'll see. The, it, but but it would be dismissive of of the uh, of what took place to call it say he was just a, a victim of political correctness. All right. Uh, well, would he have survived twenty years ago? Do you think? Yeah, I do think, because he was surviving 20 years ago when he was saying stuff of this nature about uh, Swedish hockey players, Russian hockey players, the French. Um, It it was commonplace, and I agree with what Mike's saying. It's really sad of all days that it happens on Remembrance Day, considering the fact that he has been such a great champion for our veterans and servicemen um, and women in, in the past. But Sportsnet had... As Mike said, they've been looking for a reason to get on, get, move on from him. And I wonder whether or not they could have made decisions this summer and talked to him about these types of comments, because it's not the first time. Um, well, and why would he have survived 20 years ago? As you alluded to, uh, you know, I remember French Canadians, <clears throat> he'd get into trouble for that. 20 years ago, what's changed? Well, I think we're, a lot of things have changed. We just saw an election where... W- 
uh, many things that came out and things that uh, hurt Mr. Shearer and the Conservatives were commonly talked about 15 years ago. Yeah, but wait a minute. Um, Black, blackface uh, was also acknowledged to be bigoted and racist 20 years ago, and yet the guy survived. He's now the prime minister of a minority government. What's the difference? Well, the difference is he's he's not an employee of the CBC or Sportsnet. Well, he's kind of the employee of uh, all of us here in Canada for crying out. It yeah. seems to me like, uh, yeah, okay, so uh, there's nothing uh, that they need to defend with Justin Trudeau, whereas a corporation has to uh, understand there's corporate calculus involved. You've got sponsors, you've got viewers, and so on and so forth. I'm still not uh, convinced that this is uh, that dramatically different, but one guy skates and the other guy doesn't. Uh, disabuse me if I'm wrong here. So parking the 20 years ago, 15 years ago, or whenever the last time Justin Trudeau did blackface, this is not dissimilar to the backlash people had and the feelings people had when the well-meaning, quote-unquote, racist gentleman in Montreal went up to Jigmeet Singh and said, can you look more Canadian and cut off your turban? People were like, no, that is wrong. And in any measure by how we look at today's society, it should have been wrong 10, 15 years ago, but it was much more tolerated. What Don Cherry said, and and I've said this on all of my platforms today, all my social platforms today, which is when you start with the phrase, you people, it is going to be wrong, full stop. Whatever comes next is not going to be any good for anyone. So it's a dog whistle. So do- it was, uh, you know, as I like to say, it's not a dog whistle. In this case, it was dog megaphone. Mm. And Don Cherry knew, knew better, should have known better, maybe because people have let him get away with this kind of crap for years. Um, but it, it went too far. And for to do this and put it within the context of trying to hide behind the flag waving and the and and poppies you know what i just i think it was wrong the the legion put out a, a statement uh, today uh pointing out that it was wrong for mr terry to uh frame it in this way but also that we have a long way to go to make sure that all citizens are educated on uh, the background of the poppy and why we continue to remember. And I think everybody who has had a family member who has served in the military, whether it be grandfathers, grandmothers, or current day, uh, should be proud of our military. The comments of Mr. Cherry, frankly, are not something all that right. anyone well, should be proud Barry. of. Well, here's Barry. Barry's email. He said, free speech was what our vets fought and died for. This uh, wasn't free speech, John. And and, the, and and frankly, this is an issue, of, and I've heard this a lot today, it's all about free speech. The consequences of free speech are just as much on free speech. Yeah, you can say terrible things, but when people are going to call you out on it, that you can't just say, well, I have the right to my opinion. Sure, but people have the right to call you out on it. And the folks at Sportsnet and their sponsors and everyone else has said, no, Mr. Cherry, you're wrong. Go sit down. All right. Well, yeah, and an employer in particular uh, has, a, has a right to say whether you continue to be an employee or not be an employee. Um, you know, where th- free speech is truly challenged, for example, is in that recent Toronto Public Library situation where the, the, the woman, the, the feminist activist, wanted to come and speak, and everybody said, uh, no, you don't have a right to be. There was an actual free speech, a free speech debate taking place in that situation. This is less about free speech. He, he was a, he's, he's on a TV show with an employer, and they faced significant backlash, and they took a decision. All right, which is why I asked Kelly, could he have survived like 20 years ago? Uh, perhaps, again, doing the corporate calculus, uh, there were enough people supporting his, you know, outrageous comments and believing, you know, it's refreshing to hear this on the public 
airwaves and uh, the sponsors and everything would have supported him. And so he had the backing, but somewhere along the line, the landscape shifted and he lost it. My question is, is there still a place for political incorrectness in the media and broader public discourse? And that, and that includes even the nauseous stuff, divisive and intolerant statements. Still a place for that? Well, the... Um Federal uh, Debate Commission said there was, and letting uh, <laughs> letting Maxime Bernier on the air, and uh, our all of our federal politicians who have no problem with Bill Twenty One, state sponsored racism in Quebec, seem to think there is, but I don't think you're going to get away with it if you're going on the air and talking that way. Right, because again, it's a corporation. <clears throat> to Mike's point, yeah, I understand it. I mean, we work in that milieu, and right. uh, they have responsibilities fiduciary responsibilities, that some things are just non-negotiable or untenable. But if anyone thinks that Hockey Night in Canada's numbers wouldn't have gone through the roof for next week if Mr. Cherry was still on the air, no. I, yes, it's a business decision because of what he said, but I do think there will be backlash. There are Canadians outside of downtown Toronto who won't have the same opinions as we do. Um, I'm not saying it's right what he said. I'm not defending him. But what I'm saying is, there, see, I believe Sportsnet and Hockey Night in Canada are going to face a backlash from Canadians over this. And they're already doing it. If you look, look at Twitter, if you see the reaction that's going on out there, they'll have to live with it because they made the decision. It's the right decision. But it's going to happen. I, I I think I think I I see it a little different. I think they were more than ready to move move on. They would have liked to done it in a neat fashion this summer. Um, the the reality is Don Cherry has been a waning sort of cultural force in Canada for some time. But nevertheless, even as uh, the odd statement from Sportsnet uh, spoke to, he was a bit of an institution. And moving on from him is difficult, more difficult than moving on from other personalities. Uh, the the show will probably be better for it. I'm somebody who still liked Don Cherry. I don't agree with the the views on the. These, these these matters, but I liked him. I found him entertaining when he was actually talking about hockey. I know all the analysts and uh, puckheads will, would tell me why you know he was wrong, but I found him entertaining and, and and loved his attitude about the sport. So I just think it's sad that it had to end this way because I do think he's somebody who really did uh, help popularize the game. Uh, you know, brought brought a lot of energy to it. Even I think it's really sad that what he did for this all to happen around Remembrance Day, because I think it was a topic that he was genuinely passionate about, passionate about his his heart was in the right place. Um, I get his attitude on, on this matter came out, and, and it has been properly uh, condemned by many. Uh, but I th- still think it's uh, sad that a guy, you know, who's lasted this long, he's 85 years old, mm-hmm. uh, and, and for it to kind of come to an end this way is, uh, I, I feel bad for Mr. Cherry. Well, all right. Let me you, just say, you, you could feel bad for him. I mean, he's he's done a lot for hockey. He's done a lot for sport. All of that is true, but right. that doesn't make what he said any less, frankly, racist. Sure. And that's. I, I, and that's I'm not. And I'm that's not changing the, that. But no, no, you, you, saying, you, you I, can I'm feel not, sad for a guy who's had that career. I don't. And and it, it was. It was obvious to me a few years ago that the, this was probably how it was going to end. It, he was because he didn't want to leave gracefully, and they couldn't find a way to sort of orchestrate that. It was always going to go out in in a, in a flame of scandal. It's, it's how I felt for some time, and it's happened, and I, it's, it's too bad. For the same reason, I don't feel bad for Harvey Weinstein's career going down. When people do stupid to, things to, and terrible things, to equate things, those two is is it's, is, it's, is it's, ridiculous. It's a little little over the top, yeah. <laughs> but but like people at the end of the day, when you choose terrible behavior. Whether it's being racist or sexist or anything, any other ist, well, would you, there's uh, going to be consequences to that eventually. Maybe, but is there a possibility it's just awkward wording? 
No, there and it, only because he didn't double. He doubled down on it when he talked to Joe Warmington. He's like, no, I wouldn't change a thing I said. He was very clear. You people, and talking about all the and the you come in in the land of love and honey and milk and honey and all the rest of that. He was very clearly targeting new immigrants and especially new in, immigrants in 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 Mississauga. Uh, if that wasn't a mega a dog megaphone, I don't know what was. By he could way, have been speech writing for Maxime. This uh, from Kathy, who says, Sportsnet's reaction way over the top, a suspension perhaps, distancing themselves from his remarks, sure, but to fire him like this to end an amazing 37-year career in such a humiliating way is just shameful and a shame. Didn't have to take it that far. My two cents worth. That's what she says. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.